From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and again, I've got joining me today, Matt. Welcome, Matt. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, excited to have you back. Um, Excited to talk more online safety stuff, of course. Yes. Uh, I don't have a tech joke today, but I do have a joke. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) I was wondering. I was... I was wondering. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't always find a tech joke, but this is one that was on like one of those daily calendar things we have. So um, here we go. Um, I have to remember it, too. What do dinosaurs use to clean their teeth? Hmm. They use. Um, I don't know. Flossels. Ah. Uh. Uh, okay see yep. see the way i like it yep. uh-huh. i get it that's a good one mm, it's okay yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so not a tech joke but just a fun joke if you're chatting with your kids um yeah, absolutely i'll keep that one in my back pocket and i've got it available now if i need it yeah i'm sure your teenager will love that <laughs> um all right so let's talk today a little bit more about like impact of social media and just kind of um what we're seeing with our teens and that sort of thing right mm-hmm. um so i've been reading some new things obviously we talk a lot about catfishing and i think catfishing gets used the way i'm more familiar with it is in terms of online dating um and so you know from my understanding it's somebody pretending to be somebody they're not, right? Which is what we see a lot of online anyway. And trying to lure somebody into certain activity, whether that's for monetary gain or whatever that might be. Um, So in our world, it's probably more for exploitative purposes um, with kids, but it still would be, you know, most likely considered catfishing in the general scheme of things, right? Yep, exactly. Um, And I think that the word or phrase catfishing has become kind of uh, like I'll say standard language when we talk about the technology or social media and essentially, yeah, somebody posing as someone else in such a way to, uh, in, in the case of what we're just discussing or describing, you know, exploitative um, kinds of things. But yeah, uh, there's an intent, a goal, a purpose, and you know, utilizing that persona in furtherance of something. Yeah. And so I've talked about this before, but I have a lot of Google alerts set up to um, give me articles on trends or child safety issues we might be seeing online or that sort of thing. And one of the things that popped up recently that I thought was pretty interesting um, is this term they've coined in maybe the last year, year and a half called sad fishing. Uh, which is a very similar thing. And I shared that with you um, recently here. And it's basically the same type of thing as catfishing, but they're using, this is looking at um, perhaps the teen or the child or anybody using emotion to try to get attention, right? Posting sad things, posting, um, you know, kind of down or, or depressed thoughts or that sort of thing looking for responses or attention am i kind of getting that summarized correctly 
Right, right. And I mean, it's um, concerning for a number of reasons you know, that we'll talk about, but um, I think it's very important that I appreciate that you sent this information to me because I think it's important that we let folks know about this issue um, and why it's imp- and why it's important. So great topic. Yeah. And, you know, we do see this sort of thing in our reports, our cyber tip reports that come across because it's a vulnerability, right? It opens a person up to, as they're seeking that attention, it opens them up to somebody who's, who's looking to, um, gain something from giving that attention right and and we definitely see that sort of thing in child exploitation manipulation of victims so uh a parents.com article kind of talked about this from a teen perspective and so some of the examples they gave was um this teenager's account you know things like i'm just ready to give up or the sadness is just too much and i can't take it anymore that sort of thing now I think what we're seeing a lot of too is um, some things on TikTok. I know I've seen some different articles on um, in this type of thing, but it's it's couched under different terms, right? So I think there was one that dealt with um, like pasta and that sort of thing. And if you posted certain stuff, it meant that you know you were having some suicidal thoughts or things that are very concerning that way. Um, so there's there's kind of a new element that you have to kind of consider with this too, on whether or not it's being explicitly stated that they maybe need some help. Right. Right. And so, yeah, a number of things to think about and kind of direct, direct to, you know, the podcast and the the issues and the work that you're doing in the ICAC task force. Um, as you mentioned, there are folks who utilize the internet and social media to, to in furtherance of victimization. So they try to find people, children in this case, who are vulnerable. And if children are engaging in sad fishing, potentially those are clues or indicators or things that, you know, someone who is looking to manipulate somebody or you know, gain trust, um, they can use this information in furtherance of, of, or as part of that grooming process to, to build trust and build a relationship and, you know, be the shoulder to cry on, et cetera. So, um, you know, one of the reasons that this kind of this trending, this trend in, in sad fishing, if you will, is, um, concerning and scary. And uh, I'm glad you're, you're raising the, the issue. Yeah. And and from the other perspective, too, I think it's good for us as parents and guardians to be thinking about this in terms of um, if somebody is sad fishing your child, because our kids want to do the right thing. Right. We all really want to do the right thing. And if somebody else is sad or down or maybe making comments that they might harm themselves or that sort of thing, um, that's something that, you know, is going to be very heavy and weighing on our kids. And if they're the one talking to that individual, um, they might feel like they need to do whatever they can and respond to requests to help. Um, So this is a tactic that it's possible, you know, a predator or somebody could use too. And even if it's not, even if it's just a, a, you know, general person they're contacting that is doing this sort of thing, it's best just to help them get somebody help instead of having them take that on themselves. So that's a different perspective to think about as well. 
Oh yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, really good because you know these people are skilled master manipulators. I use that phrase a lot, but they're very skilled and um, yeah, looking for. I mean, that's yeah, people. I guess by our nature as people, we wanna we want to be helpful or help, and um, you know that's a, a lot of the schemes that are out there, you know, the romance schemes and other things like that, that kind of prey upon our, our human nature to be, to want to be helpful and trusting and all, all that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, great point. Yeah. And so just to kind of give, again, I'm the numbers person, right. Um, but Northwestern, uh, university has, a, um, a section on counseling and, and family matters here. And they had posted earlier this year some information on teen social media use, which is good to talk about with this because, you know, this was in the spring when they were saying um, tweens were using uh, their screens four and a half hours a day. Teens were using their screens seven and a half hours a day, um, not including schoolwork and homework. So that's a huge number. And then they actually broke down the topics that they're posting about. And in terms of what we're speaking about today, um, you know, when you're looking at emotions, that was the third highest category that we saw teens and tweens posting about. And um, teen girls were the highest number posting that, followed by tween girls and then teen boys and then tween boys, which I think is probably what we would expect. Um, but then, you know, not too far below that was personal problems uh, as a topic that they're posting. So, um, you know, just we always talk about thinking twice, posting once, but we usually talk about that in terms of um, actual images or content. And it's important to be thinking about that when when you're posting emotional content, too, and just making sure that that's going to the right people out there. Um, you know, if you do need support, it might be best directed at one or two people versus uh, a post to the public. Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the things that I found surprising but was pleasantly surprised uh was that the the number one um post topic if you will was or is or are accomplishments yes so i, I found that very i mean that was uh, i wouldn't have guessed that and so that was that was encouraging um uh, but you're right the you know numbers uh you know three through five it's emotions dating life personal problems mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of, well, obviously emotions or those are, there's emotional attachments to all of those things. And, um, that was all equally as interesting to see. Yeah. But really good point. I mean, celebrate the wins, right? And nothing makes you feel better than posting something positive and having people kind of celebrate that positive stuff with you. Um, so absolutely a fantastic thing to encourage, um, and then some other things that they, they threw out there as far as healthy social media habits to kind of help your teen, they said, find a safe space to check in. So make sure your teen has that trusted adult, whether it's you or a counselor or, you know, somebody else that's a trusted person in their life, um, helping them create boundaries, teaching them about respecting other people's boundaries, um, talking about what they're doing online, you know, and, and including how they're feeling about that. And then some, some role-playing, which 
I think is a good thing to talk about with this sort of thing. It's it's good to prep our teens for things that they might come across online so that they're a little bit more prepared for how they want to respond versus having to um having to, you know, come up with that response under pressure uh, in a quick moment. So I think that's a really good kind of list of suggestions myself. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And Dana, you know, as I'm uh, looking at this, you know what I, I think here, I'm going to put you on the spot, but um, <laughs> I know you're always looking for recommendations and ideas. Um, you've got a great program going right now with the Wisconsin Department of Public Instruction. Mm-hmm. That's the Interact program. Um, I, I think that this information here would segue very nicely into an interact module. So for consideration, um, and if folks aren't familiar with the interact program, Dana, how do they, how do they find that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's, it's posted on DPI's website, but we direct to it from ours as well. So if you go to protectkidsonlinewi.gov and go to the interact tab, you'll see, we've got a couple of different modules now. So the first one is longer and more basic information. And then as they progress, um, we're starting to get more specified topics. So I love this idea. I agree. And we've got a new one coming out soon, probably within the next um, couple of months here too. Wonderful. Yeah. Great program. So for, again, for consideration, I think this, um, <laughs> you, know, you know, this, I'm just reading this and I think I'm thinking to myself, this would be a great, uh, you know, uh, module to navigate these different kinds of things um, and, and give people an opportunity to kind of really think about it. Yeah, good point. And I know we have a lot of people in the school systems that kind of check in and listen uh, on these podcasts, too. And DPI's got such fantastic resources with their um, their support teams, um, too, that, you know, there's always something out there that can help. So if you need something, if you're looking for resources or a contact for something and you just don't know where to reach out, you can absolutely reach out to us through um, that contact us page on our site at protectkidsonlinewi.gov or through our social media, and we will do our best to help connect you with um, whatever resource you're kind of looking for. Yeah, wonderful. Good. Um, If I could just make one other comment here is um, I think we're starting to close um, this uh, podcast today. Um, The one thing I really liked about this information, uh, the articles that we're referencing here today is the discussions about the interaction between caregivers, parents, guardians, and children, and really advocating for and stressing the importance of having those dialogues and fostering, uh, you know, that open line of communication, being proactive as parents talking with our children about things that are happening. And um, so I I did appreciate that as well. I I think that's very important. Did you know that the number one uh, influencer of behavioral change in our kids' online behaviors is um, having those discussions frequently with your kids about what they're doing online? Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, that just, it just... um further shows or suggests the, you know, obviously the importance of, of that. So, um, very interesting and wow, that's, I mean, so for all the parents, guardians, caregivers out there listening, um, take note, be an influencer. Yes. Be an influencer. <laughs> you know what this, yes, we are all influencers. Oh. Um, great. 
Not in the way that our kids want us to be, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Well, awesome. As always, connect with us uh, at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. Connect with us on social media. Let us know what you would like us to look at. Um, we're always happy to do that research for you. And thanks, Matt, for joining us again. Really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thanks again. Take care. As always, stay safe.